Blog Talk Radio. Man, what a day, what a day, what a day. But for the people listening to us, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget, you can check us out every Sunday live from 7 to, we usually usually go to about 8, 8.15, but I usually book until 8.30 just in case we run over. But we're here live and hanging with me today, of course, as always, Freddie, the man himself. Freddie, I heard you, okay, I, I want, I, let me introduce who we got coming on at about the 7.15, but then I got a couple questions for you in this in this opening. At about the 7.15 mark, we have Felix. I don't want to butcher his last name, but it's Roiles. And, and that's coming, it, it, you know, when I meet with Manny on Sundays, he's always like, hey, bro, let's do this and let's try to open it up, you know, to, to a lot of different things, not just so much wrestling or whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we got him coming. We're going to talk some stand-up. We're going to talk some boxing, some women's self-defense, which is, like, crucial at this, uh, you know, day and age. But <clears throat> real quick, before I get what I want to get into, now, I, I shot Freddie a text and said, hey, bro, you're going to be okay, uh, ready to do the show, blah, blah, blah. And you said, you got, okay, real quick, Friday, I went to the sh- to Dela O's to go pick up some tickets for the Saturday show. So uh, uh-huh. he says, hey, bro, do you want to stay and, you know, check out the show or whatever? I do. My, I got so much going on, I completely forgot. Because <laughs> I had the whole family with me. And uh, they didn't want to stay or whatever, so we went to go eat at El Torito, and then we went home. So, First of all, tell me how the show went. Second of all, to me, because I heard you rolled your ankle, you might be, uh, uh, you know, uh, sidelined for a minute or whatever. Tell, tell me what happened. Wow. First of all, wow. You just left me there. <laughs> Being bothered to support me. Wow. Wow. <laughs> if if uh, I even begin, began to tell you why, I mean, it would take the whole show, dude. So uh, off air, I'll let you know what happened. I didn't go to work that day because I had some things happen, but go ahead. I'm blaming Jessica. That's how I'm blaming. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, no, it was a good show. Um, you know, it was, it was a, I'm not going to sit here and, and lie. It was, a, it was a smaller turnout than what we're used to, obviously. Um, but, no, uh, I was semi-main event, you know, because superstars get, get, get the main event. You know, the better superstars get the semi-main event, you know. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we went up with a new up and newcomer by the name of Bovey. Um you know, we, we went out there. Um, it was a very, very physical, physical match. I mean, I'm talking I'm talking old school, our, our old school style of stiffness. We weren't holding anything back. We just said, you know what, let's go out there and beat each other's ass. Um, but honestly, about one minute into the match, I'm not exactly sure what I did or what happened. I, I have to go back and review the tape because I don't recall doing anything, anything um, other than, than getting whipped into the Irish whip and, and going in for an arm bar and uh, – I'm sorry, an arm drag, and um, I felt something strange in my ankle. I just wasn't sure. I, I mean, it just felt like a thing, almost like it felt like he had stepped on me. Um, but I know he didn't step on me, so I, I didn't know what it was. And then as the match progressed, the pain kept getting a little bit harder on me, but I did let the referee know, like, hey, um, something's up with my ankle. You know, um, just give him a heads up, like, what's going on, you know, so he, could, so he knows that I'm injured in case I, I need a, I need a code for the dreadful X mark signing. Um, and I finished the match. I gutted it through. I finished it um, with severe pain. Um, I took, you know, after the match, um, you know, I was in the ring, and, and Bobby uh, was was a sore loser, and he decided to go after a kendo stick and, and went to town on me and uh, uh, completely missed my head um, in the sense of he came at me at a, at a side angle and clipped me ear first, jaw first, and I started bleeding from my ear. Um, for a second there, I thought my eardrum was, was bust, busted open, but thankfully it wasn't. Um, not sure where the blood exactly was coming from, but it was coming from inside the ear. Um, then he went to town on me with, with the Kindle stick, and I got, I got a lot of lashes and, and bruises on the back. But the ankle was still bothering me, so when I went to the back to, to get, you know, change and everything, once I got help to the back, I should say, um, I took my boot off, and, and the pain started coming a little bit slowly and surely a lot more. And then um, next thing you know, once the body cooled off and everything, the, the, the ankle swelled up. I didn't even have an ankle bone anymore. 
So right now, at the currently, I don't exactly know what the diagnosis is, but it's kind of weird. Like I said, it, it feels like it's spraying, but it's, it feels like it's spraying, but it feels like it's a lot worse than a spraying just because I'm having a hard time walking, getting around. Um, you know, as, as the day goes by, it gets easier to walk because the blood, blood's flowing and your body's heated up. But it seems to be that when I wake up in the morning for the last few days, including today, um, I, I could barely stand on it. So I, I have very limited uh, motion in it. Um, got some some bruising around it. It's starting to turn purple. Um, it doesn't feel like it's broken, obviously, because it's obviously I think I would know if it's broken or not. Um, and it also doesn't feel like like it doesn't feel normal, like a normal sprain. So I'm not exactly sure what, what what's going on. But yeah, I probably will be sidelined for a little bit, at least until that well, gets better. First of all, what? Please tell me, do you wear those Asics wrestling shoes or do you wear wrestling boots? Um, I actually, uh, I do have wrestling boots. I have, I haven't tried it on because I'm waiting for new wrestling gear to come in. But I was wearing, um, I was wearing a boxers, boxer style boots. Um, they're actually uh-huh. a, a boots that boxers wear um, for their fights. So the support is there for the, for the ankle. They, they're, and they're high. They're not a low. They're not low cut. They come up pretty high. They come up to about halfway up the calf. So, I mean, I have the support there. And the other weird thing about it was I was actually wearing an ankle support on the leg, that, that the ankle that got damaged. So on top of the on top of the boot, I had, a, 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 a you know, an extra support system in there for my ankles. Um, and it's still, like I said, it's somehow it, it something happened. Well, you're, you're, you're still fairly young in the game. So my advice to you is because I'm old, dude, and I just recently had to go get a pair custom-made with the thick leather. I actually, to be honest with you, I went to get the pull-ons because I can't lace boots anymore. But I have to get the, the super thick leather, and I wear a size 11, and I get them in a 10 and a half just to make sure that okay. they're tight or whatever because, you you know, as you get older and as you progress in, in wrestling – Dude, you gotta have that support, man. I mean, you never know what's gonna what's gonna happen. I've wrestled in Asics, you know, before or whatever, but at, dude, it would behoove you to get some. Hey, you can go to you can go to TJ now, and um, I remember Leopardo Negro had a guy out there that, that did a pretty pretty uh, give you a pretty good price on him or whatever. So uh, it, it, you just it's because you never know. It's the 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 day that you don't expect it. Well, I mean, you never really expect it, but you know, it just all of a sudden, bam, and there you go. So. You know, as you, as you no, get older, you've got to protect yourself or whatever and get them. But then again, Freddie and I have different styles. Freddie does a lot of lucha moves and stuff like that. Now that I'm older, it's punch and kick. That's 20, 20 foot. So I don't, I don't do that much. You kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I do have a good set of leather boots on me. I just haven't mm-hmm. broken them in. Um, and so the, I'm, I'm waiting for, for the big, uh, you know, like the – I guess you could say the reveal. You know, once I get the once I get my wrestling gear that I ordered it and stuff like that, like I, like trust me, I, the ensemble's there. So the the boots that I have are very well, you know, recommended style of boots. They're made by Reebok. Um, I've had you know yeah. some of the boxers that 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 are there at Dela O's. You know, they've seen them and they're like, oh, these are a good boots. They're, they're a good support for your ankle. And, and they were very, like I said, yeah. very very good. No complaints. I just don't know. How or what? I mean, maybe I pulled a muscle in or, or a tendon down there that I'm not familiar with. It's very, very weird. Um, I mean, I started to obviously I had to rule out some things because I was like, well, what the hell is it? You know, obviously I fear for everything now because I'm older. Like you said, we're older, and I'm like, hey, it can't be something serious. Um, I, like I said, I, I think. Hold on one second here, real quick. <laughs> Um, sorry about that. I was I was taking care of something. Um, I like I said, as I'm getting older, I'm wondering about my my and all that good stuff. Um, but I like I said, I just don't know what it was. Um, I like I said, I ruled out obviously an Achilles injury, just because yeah. I think if it was an Achilles, I wouldn't be able to walk at all. You know, let alone without without severe pain. Um, I yeah. ruled out a broken ankle. I, I ruled all these things out. It's just it's something. Well, maybe need, it's just some. Dude, you need to pull yourself pull yourself together because we got. Tons of stuff coming up. Uh, real quick for the people listeners here at UWC Radio, um, although uh, Manny, the owner and proprietor of the United Wrestling Council, wasn't able to make it um, to the meeting today, he did procure Metroflex Gym uh, for the next show. So the tournament is going to continue. So for the people listening, it's going to be Sunday, September 19th, 
right back at Metroplex Gym in Long Beach. They were supposed to be moving. I don't know what happened, but they're staying in Long Beach for a while. I know UEW booked an event for October or whatever. So when I saw that, I called them. I said, hey, Manny, go check it out. Bam, so we're set. So we got Freddie's match lined up for that for that show. The tournament's going to continue. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, Vito, it's going to be Vito Fratelli and Robbie Phoenix versus Gaiam and Fletch Fugaz because those are the two that won in the last in the the first round of the tournament, and then it's going to be the heavy hitters Biggie Biggs and Tony Reyes versus uh, Drew Masters and Quisital Fratelli in the next one. Are you having a party back there too? Because I can barely hear. You. I, all I hear is, is is stuff going on in the background. What do you got going on back there? I, I am home. We got some stuff here going on in the background. Um, unfortunately, we, we you know we just the, the household, the roommate got a, got a puppy, and the puppy's going crazy over here where I'm at because apparently they like to follow me and bite my ankles and all that good stuff. It sounds like a party, which I don't care. But if you're if you're making carne asada or something, then let me know so I can. I'll end this show right now and head over there. Just oh, let no, me know. No, no carne asada. <laughs> no carne asada. All right, so we'll I, I, we'll talk we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about the um about the show because we literally just uh last week uh manny got everything all taken care of so we're gonna you know we we i i was up late i was up till almost two o'clock in the morning getting everything set you know because the card was pretty much put together for the tag team tournament but you know there's only uh two matches and then the winners are going to go to the finals so i i put together a bunch of stuff we went through a whole bunch of stuff you know because we meet on sundays so everything is ready so i want to talk a little bit about that um, as soon as we get back. But let's get Felix in here so we can talk a little bit of some stand-up. We can talk some self-defense and everything, and then we'll get back to that. All right, hang on, everybody. We'll be right back after this. going to kill me, but for the people listening to me, you're here, you're at UWC Radio, don't forget to check us out every Sunday live here on Blog Talk Radio, and through the whole mess, okay, I had all my paperwork and everything in the car from the meeting, and I forgot to take it down, so all my, my commercials and everything for Paul's photo and uh, Yards After Contact and everything is in there, so uh, Manny, I apologize, but for the people listening, don't forget Paul's photos out in the city of Torrance, you know, proud sponsor of the United Wrestling Council, and of course, Yards After Contact, don't forget to check them out. Um, I'll make sure I double them up on the next show or whatever. So completely my fault. But I got so much going on, man. I can't I can't get it get it together. So we're here live. I got Freddie with me over here talking about busting up ankles and and doing all kinds of stuff. I still want to, you know, we got a lot to talk about. There's a couple things I want to run by, but I still got to talk about these death matches and these, uh, uh, you know, like like for lack of a better term, I want for some reason I want to say carny matches, but just. That different, you know. It's funny because I talked to Del O when I was at the show, and we were talking about talking about cage matches and a bunch of different stuff. And how he said the same thing, you know. He wants to uh, make it mean something, like you know, big build up to it or whatever. So we'll talk a little bit about that when we get back. But let's talk to Felix right now, so that way we can talk some some stand up. There's a, a bunch of things I want to run by him as well. Hopefully, I don't butcher his last name. Hi, it's Felix. Hey, Felix, it's Fabiano. You're live on... Can you hear me? You're live on UWC Radio. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you hear me? 
Yes, loud and clear. Okay. Real quick for the people listeners, you're here, you're at UWC Radio. Don't forget you can check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com to check out all the latest information. Uh, I think Manny's been going back and forth with Cody Rose to get some new content up, up on there so you can check it out. But on the line with us right now, Felix, I don't want to ruin you and butcher your last name, but I was saying Roiles, but what, pronounce your last name for us. Yeah, it's uh, pronounced as Roiles, R-O-I-L-E-S. Okay, Roiles. Perfect. Well, mm-hmm. well uh, I'm going to call you Felix because I'm, I don't want to butcher the last name. So real quick, my co-host over here, Freddie, is with me, and we talk a lot about, about you know, self-defense and stuff like that. So real quick, Freddie, say hi to Felix. Hey, Felix. How you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm good. I'm good. Good to, good to hear you, Freddie. You know... Go go ahead, Fred. Tell tell him tell him that you that you got to bust the bank up, but you're gonna make it to the show. I got to bust it just like that. I, I got this bust the ankle. I will I will have to if I have to crawl down the aisle, I will crawl someplace. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm well, gonna I'm gonna have to learn to fight on my back. We're we're gonna take you to TJ to one of those healers, and we'll just have him lay hands on you, and you'll be fine. But Felix, I, you know I I gotta tell you, I, I, you know I know we're not you're not too familiar with the show. And stuff like that. But when I was talking to Manny and said, you know, hey, we want to let's book Felix and get him on here because I want to talk a little bit of stand up and different stuff. Because here's the thing. I've, I've been doing this for a long time, almost 17 years. And I worked for Tap Out and I worked for for uh, Ed Soros over at Sinister. And then I worked for on the mat for seven years. And and this is this is my problem. For some reason, I've always thought that that, you know, to get to the promise land, you got to know your, your wrestling. you got to know your jujitsu. And, you know, to, to finish people up. And I've always been, well, let's just be blunt. I've always been fat. So my only thing was to get them to, get them to the ground and, and, and keep my weight on them so they can, you know, I can wear them down and then we'll go from there. But then when I'm talking to, to it was funny because I was talking to Dale O yesterday and he says, hey, man, all fights stay, start on the feet, you know. So mm-hmm. if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to, to, to you know, if you have no stand-up game, you're, you're starting, you know, from behind or whatever. So. Real quick, before we get into some, some stuff I want to talk about, first, tell us how you got started, you know, in, in, in this world of martial arts. Because when I was looking up on Facebook, I mean, dude, Eskrima, you know, with, with the stick fighting and the stand-up and the boxing and all that. So first, tell us how you got, got involved in all that. And then for the people listeners on UWC Radio, give us your thoughts and tell us why you think it's so important to, to have your stand-up. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, uh um, I started learning since I was little. You know, I can uh, recall when I was five years old because uh, as a Filipino born and raised in the Philippines, uh, um, it was uh, part of our culture to learn how to fight because, you know, there's no, like, you know, unlike in the U.S. that if you, if somebody jump you or somebody uh, try to hurt you, there's uh, if you call police probably in uh, in a few minutes, police will be there, but in the Philippines, different, you know, it's, uh, we're different. <laughs> so Nobody's you need to up. learn how to, how to, yeah, you need to learn how, to, uh, you need to know how to protect yourself. So when I was little, I was taught by my grandpa, maybe my, my dad, um, how to, how to handle situation, how to protect ourselves. So basically in, um, in the Philippine, in the Filipino martial art, we call it, um, we start with a weaponry. Like we start, we carry most of the time, like blades. In, with us all the time, even we're we're going to school, things like that, because um, our like where we live is far from uh, from from school, so we have something to to uh, in ourselves to protect our you know if situation happen you know just like that. So, but uh, uh, talking about the Filipino martial art, it's not all about blades, it's not all about sticks, but it's also like in the hand-to-hand combat. So once you learn uh, how to you know how to uh, use uh, weapons like the edge weapon or impact weapons like batons, sticks, and things like that. Then it will be translated into empty hands, which is uh, as you call here in the U.S. like a stand-up fighting. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know that you know that makes a lot of sense because that's that's kind of the way it was by Freddie in Mexico. There, because both of us pro wrestlers or whatever, and I don't know how, how many Freddie's been out there, but the, the few times that, that I had to work out in Tijuana, that dude, there's no law and order out there, so you, like you said, you're on all, 
You know what I mean? So you have to learn to defend yeah. yourself or whatever. And it's funny that you say that too, because here, it, uh, eventually somebody's going to break it, break it up. I mean, I haven't been in a fight in a long time, but it got kind of heated at the at the lifting gym that I got to, and I thought, well, you know, if something happens, someone's going to come pick this up or whatever. We have to worry about it. So it does make a lot of sense. Now, another thing, when I when I put out that I was going to have you on. I got so many like messages and emails about uh, women's self-defense. I guess they've seen maybe I don't know maybe your videos or on your Facebook where you're training women and stuff like that. And they were saying, especially now in this day and age, you know, women have to learn to defend themselves because the store or walking or wherever they always have to watch their back. So for the people listening to us here on UBC Radio, explain explain the importance of that, especially now, even here in, in the United States. Yeah, I think yeah, you you're right. Just like um, you know, um, it's very important for women or like young 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 kids to learn how to protect themselves because as a parent, you know, uh, we're not gonna be there all the time to protect them. So they need to learn. So, they need to learn something. So yeah, um, yeah, it's a very good idea. So you personally do you teach? Because here's the, the kind of thing that I've that I've been doing this for so many years. A lot of a lot of women are kind of intimidated. Like go, let's say they go to a, a jujitsu school and they see everybody, you know, or judo. They see everybody kind of tossing each other around. They might they might get a little bit intimidated and not want to do it. So you personally, I mean, what do you, do you just kind of make it more family atmosphere to try to try to ease their their anxiety? Yeah, um, yeah, I have a lot. Uh, I mean, you know, I've been teaching uh, since. Uh, I mean, let's say let's put it this way: I've been doing martial arts for over forty years. So I've been teaching mm-hmm. law enforcement, military, and civilians, and all about uh, self-defense and like, you know, all kind of stuff, you know, sur- survival stuff and things like that. But you know, for women, you know, uh, they need to learn uh, some like basic fundamentals in like into any other martial art. I'm not talking all about like Filipino martial art, but you know, um, let's say the as long as they know, they learn like basic, like how to position their like, you know. Uh, port work stances, uh, body mechanics, all kinds of stuff. And others, like, of yeah. course, awareness, you know, that's very important. And then from there, yeah, just, we can uh, ask a word. Go ahead. Just so, so that they'll feel comfortable, right? Because, I mean, that's for lack of a better, because, you know, when, when especially women, when you get caught by surprise, to, to me, it seems like the first thing is, is panic is going to set in. But if, they, if they've been going to classes and, and they're used to it and, and, for again, for lack of a better term, feeling like that body on contact where you're actually, you know, in tight or whatever, throwing punches or doing whatever, you're not not to say you're used to it, but you, you kinda know what to expect. You've been there before or whatever. Because if they don't have anything, you know, as soon as somebody grabs them from behind or whatever, they if you have nothing, you're just gonna panic and, and, and kinda lose it. You kinda get what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But that's why like uh it's uh, like learning the Filipino martial art. This is not about, in the Philippines. We don't call it like martial. It's like uh, way of survival. So once you learn, once you learn our style per se, um, it will teach. It will uh, uh, like teach you how to like protect yourself by like uh, having something in your hand, like having like uh, let's say uh, a roll of newspaper, a pen, or whatever in your hand that. It, it could be become a neutralizer because uh, right. if you know, if you know, like women are not stronger, are not strong enough like like men unless they're going right. to the gym all the time. But uh, the, I think the most important for women is they they need to learn awareness and of course the basic fundamentals in the martial arts. Yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. Especially if you have kids, you know, daughters or whatever, going out dates, or you just want to make sure that they have some sort of of training. Now, real quick, I take a quick. But I want to come back, if, if you could hang on. I want to talk a little bit of boxing, I mean, just, just the, the state of it. I want to talk a little Manny Pacquiao in, in, real quick. So can you can you hang on for just 30 seconds, and we'll be right back sure, after sure. the angle? Okay, yeah. go on, everybody. We'll right. be right back after the angle. Take 
take just a quick second to reset that thing. But for the people listeners, you're here. You're at UWC Radio. Don't forget to check us out every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Got my man Freddie with me over here. And, of course, on the line with us now, Felix Oles. We're talking a little uh, self-defense and everything like that. But I want to talk a little about boxing real quick. I mean, I've seen some of the videos. Now, is that your son that you're training with the mitts and everything like that? Because that, that dude looks like some skills. Yeah, that's my that's my son and my daughter, and I have another uh, uh, box, uh, uh, boxing boxer also that I train. Yeah, I was teaching mm-hmm. them like uh, boxing, but uh, all bases, the base on that one is the the Filipino style of fighting, or we call it the panantukan. It's like a version of boxing. Yes. Boxing is we yes. talk about boxing. It's like a sport, but uh, yeah. the panantukan, which is the uh, style of fighting or hand-to-hand hand combat. In the Filipino martial yeah. arts, that's like you know, use your elbow, uh, uh, fist, and uh, punches, all kinds of elbow, or knees, and whatever you can just to survive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, and also saw you guys training in Long Beach over there by um, by uh, on Ocean there by the. You guys have? Do you guys usually go train out there? Or is it like a meet over there every um, once in a while? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm located in Long Beach, but uh, some weekends, you know, I have instructors from different areas in the country that visit me or, uh, uh, you know, train. So that's why we mm-hmm. work out sometimes, you know, like by the beach, you know, by Ocean Boulevard, things like that, you know, yeah. by the, along yeah. the beach. That's yeah. A, that, that's, that's a nice Very area. Very nice right area. There, it is. You, it is. <laughs> it is. This, is. this is what I wanted to, to, to run by real quick. You know, I, I mean, I followed many for a long time, you know, and when he fought like Juan Manuel Marcos, I mean, it was so, I mean, back then, those fights were, were amazing. Now, he's getting, and here, here's the problem that, that I have. You know, I, I interview a lot of mixed martial arts guys. You know, I worked for King of the Cage for a while, and I, I've got to see up close these guys when they're, t- especially the four-round gloves and taking shots, but a lot of them have a hard time retiring, like, you know, that's all they know, and, and, and they miss it. You know, when they retire, they're just home. It's all, it's all done. I mean, you keep training, or maybe you could coach or whatever, but, but they, they just kind of miss it. So just between us here, I mean, there's nothing more for many to prove. Do you, do you think, um, I mean, in your opinion, do you think he just he, he can't walk away or whatever? Because, you know, now he's some guys that – and one thing I got to give him credit for, he didn't fight bumps. Like, he didn't say, well, uh, this guy's already had too much fun. I'll fight this guy because, you know, maybe I have a better chance. He goes right for the top guys, you know, that are a lot younger. So just between us, you know, give give, us, give me your thoughts on that. Sometimes I, I find that it's hard for them to retire just because that's all they know, and they miss it, and they can't, you know, you're so used to, to doing that for such a long time kind of hard to walk away do you think that's the that that's what's going on here or do you think he feels like he wants to keep going because he feels good or give me your thoughts on that yeah i i, I know uh when i spoke to money that uh you know that's his passion he loved it love contact yeah. i mean fighting so it's it's in his blood you know similar i think if we talk about other sports also like let's say basketball even a person will uh want to retire but they still don't want to do it like money pacquiao since he's in his blood as a warrior, you know, he's, uh, mm-hmm. um, that's his life. That's what, that's his passion, like in uh, yeah. like boxing, love contact sports. So no matter what, like, even though he wants to, people, even people wants to, him to retire, but man, it's like he, I still, uh, on his mind, he still can do it, but, uh, you know, people ages. But uh, the thing, the good thing with money is because, you know, he, he's very consistent when it comes to training. He don't, you know, yeah. even though he's like, um, he's off on boxing, things like that, or not, not yeah. um, don't have any schedules, fight schedules, but he still continues his training because that's what he loves. Yeah, and I guess it's a lifestyle. You know, he's just so used to it. So just, yeah, it becomes a lifestyle. Exactly, that it, it becomes a lifestyle. Like in martial art, also, like you know, like myself, you know, I'm I, I'm yeah. almost sixty years old. But uh, since, like, you know, uh, that's, a, that's a lifestyle. It becomes your lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. And you're just used to it. Real quick, Fred, yeah. you agree with that? You think, you think uh, that's what it is? Well, I mean, by no means does he – I mean, you could tell he's getting a little bit older and slowing down just a little bit, but he's still – 
You know, he's still his fighting style. You know, the way he moves, he doesn't get hit, at, you know, as clean or whatever. So, Freddie, real quick, since you're over here with us, give me your thoughts. You think you think he's, you know, that's it? It's just he's it's a lifestyle. He's just used to it. That's his lifestyle, lifestyle, and he used to that. And of course, you know, he's very he's very disciplined. So he wants to like yeah. he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think it's a lifestyle. It's also hard to get out. I mean, we we deal with that in our profession as professional wrestling. I yeah. mean, how many yeah. how many guys are up there in age and just can't walk away from it? You know, it's like you look at a guy like Ric Flair. Like like a guy like Ric Flair shouldn't you know should have retired a long time ago, but he's still doing it. You know, he was just in the ring <laughs> over the weekend. You know, you got yeah. guys like uh, yeah. You know, Especially when you see some people like you are doing wrestling in there or or, or boxing. Hey man, I want to jump in and you know be part of it. Yeah, you, yeah, you never exactly. want to. Play. I mean, yeah. I mean, Julio Cesar Chavez just had a fight not too long ago. Um, even though yeah. it was an exhibition, but he still had a fight. Yeah, he had Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray Leonard just had a fight not too long ago. You know, mm-hmm. Randy Couture. Randy Couture was in his forties. Anderson Silva. Yeah. Even uh, Deloia is gonna come out of retirement to fight a feature for Keno Freddie. Yeah, Delaware will be out. Will be out fighting in a few weeks, and he's talking about wanting to fight Canelo. You know, it's it's all over. Oh, the place. You know, it's like yeah, don't, it's don't like, get crazy. But I, I get it, but just don't get crazy. But real quick, before before we get out of here, because we're running up against it. now, we talked about training in Long Beach. Do you have a, a gym in Long Beach, or do you just have a specific place for you people? Um, right now, we just uh, temporary training on my on my on my place on my race place of residence. But uh, for uh-huh. for people like uh, who wants to learn the uh, the Filipino martial arts, uh, I have the online the course like video uh, that is uh, been produced by Bodo Brothers from Canada. It's uh, available oh, online, yeah. and also like in Amazon, I have some training videos around, and all uh, and also in like YouTube and uh, you just Google my name. Maybe some people if, yes, they're, if they're interested to check it out, you know, they can you know check it out and. Just book by uh, pull, uh, or searching my name, Felix Royles. There's a lot of a lot of content gonna come out in the in the internet. So, but uh, if yeah, you want to like personally train, you know, you can you can email me. You can uh, send me a message on uh, my messenger or you know through Facebook or uh, Instagram. Then then you know, uh, let's make a time. Yeah, okay. I can make so time for that. that. That's that's perfect. The people, if you're interested, if you just put Felix. Uh, is in your in your um, search engine it's Felix F E L I X and then the last name is R O I L E S correct? That's correct. Okay, perfect. So and we'll give that out at the end of the show too if the people want to check it out. I highly recommend that you just because for the short time that that I was looking to see some stuff. There's a lot of stuff in there. there there's a lot of, of, of content and places like he said you can go to check out. You know, and if you want to, and if you want to train with them, give them a little messenger text. It'd be happy to help you out. So, hey, we appreciate you coming on. It's good to get a view. You know, from somebody else. Um, I don't know. Maybe you know, I'm I'm 56, but I I wrestle still. Maybe I could just come down and we can have some balut or or something like that. And, and <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know, Bobby. I have a lot. I have some a lot of students also that uh, came to me like uh, with a wrestling background. They've been into like yeah. uh, in college with uh, wrestling and uh, jujitsu. I have some guys because the good thing in the Filipino martial art is uh, it doesn't uh, like contradict whatever style you have. It's it complements. So we start with yeah. weaponry, like knife, knife uh, impact weapons, edge weapons, all kind of stuff. So it will complement your style. So no problem. I'll tell you what, when I meet with Manny on Sunday, maybe him and I and Freddie can go down uh, and check it out and get, maybe maybe videotape a few things so that we can put it on our website or whatever just so the people can check it out. And I think that would be great. And I'll tell you, I'll treat the balloon or whatever when, when yeah. we go down and check it out. Anytime, man. <laughs> nope. Yeah, we can have Freddie, it. Let me know. No. Do you want to say something, Freddie? Nope, 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 no balloon. Okay. <laughs> no right. balloon, I'm good. <laughs> now nah, he can't hang with that, man. Hey, let me tell you something. I've, I've been working in the medical industry for way over 20 years, and all it, all my Filipino nurse friends or whatever, they bring balut, they bring panset, they call me panet, they call me they call me all kinds of They do. I hear it all the time, so I know where we're coming from. Amin, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll definitely have to come down and check you out. All right, my friend? My pleasure, man. All right. You got it. Hopefully, 
We'll come up to you soon. We'll be right back after this. Phoenix, everybody, make sure you check them out. Hold on. We'll be right back. Hanging out with me over here. We just got finished talking to Felix Morales about, you know, some stand-up and some fighting. And it's funny, too, because he goes, hey, man, when they're in the Philippines, there ain't nobody coming to pick it up. You have to, you know, finish the guy off or whatever. So, you know, that's what we got to do. That's what he said. I'm like, yeah, man, they don't mess around out there. But anyways, uh, real quick, uh, Freddie. I tell you, man, you know, I went to go see the OCCW show yesterday, and, and here's the whole reason. My, my nephew, for some reason, is, is a huge Azriel fan. I think it's back, back in the day, uh, that's, that, that's who he, like, the first person that he saw. And I guess that kind of stuck with him. So he said, hey, I want to go see him, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I said, okay, well, we'll, we'll take you. So that was the first time in a long time that I got a chance to actually sit down and watch all the matches and, you know, watch everything, you know, just sit there and watch. I didn't have to get up, to, you know, or whatever. I, I got to sit down. And a lot of stuff has changed. <laughs> I got to tell you, man. Now, one thing I want to talk about real quick, you know, Freddie, the curtain's been pulled back quite a bit, you know what I mean? And people know what's happening, but you still have to create that illusion. You know what I'm saying? You got to create that illusion. To, dude, I think you really hit it. Or, dude, that drop, that drop kick was close, man. He clipped him or whatever. You know what I mean? You're that illusion there. But the, the thing is, they, they got to tighten it up a little more as far as talking in the ring. Because I was sitting maybe two or three rows back, and I kept catching stuff. You know what I mean? So so give me your thoughts on that, bro. That's, that's really the only thing that, that I kind of got, you know, that was that was I would like to fix. Other than that, you know, it was pretty good. Tell, give me your thoughts on that. Are you sure you want my thoughts on this? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get a lot of heat if people listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go for it. I'm very I'm very old school. I'm very old school. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, if you can if you can hear what they're saying, if the curtains been pulled back that far, that's that's to me is trash. Um, yeah. You know, you you shouldn't have to be that loud. You shouldn't have to. You know, it's like the problem is is is, is guys that are probably working in this match probably haven't trained as hard or don't train as hard. I mean, it's 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 very very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not professional, I guess you could say. I mean, yeah. I I have my matches, I have my stuff, I I do what I do. Um, you know, there's there's key there's key moments in there that I have in the match, and that's what it is. Um, there's not a full conversation. I don't have conversations yeah. in there. You know, you, well, you know, I don't. I'm not, I'm not trying to do all that crap. Um, and it's just frustrating. I mean, you know, I, I come from, from a different style, I guess. Well, he, he, here's my thoughts on this, okay? And, and, and this is this is my take on it. To me, the training nowadays, I, I don't think that they focus as much on the little things. Because that is one of the little things. I think they focus a lot on the moves. Of course, you've got to learn to protect yourself. you got to learn to take a bump. you got to learn to tuck your chin so you don't, you know, mess up your neck, blah, 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 whatever. That that a lot of the little things. You know, throw away Like I said, you got to create that illusion, man. You go to the people that are sitting uh, down going, dang, I do I think he clipped him. You know what I mean? Just to create that illusion and just work on that and tighten all that up. You know, let me tell you something. I'm a quick story, and then I'll, I'll get your thoughts on that. We were wrestling for WPW years ago, and it was Chris Daniels, uh, he wrestled Mike Modest, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just, I just happened to hear them 
you know, or whatever. I'm going to pull the curtain back too much. And for, even though I'm going to pull back the curtain, uh, Chris Daniels was going over. Okay? They got out there, and they started working. And when they worked, that crowd totally turned on Chris Daniels. And and he, in the middle of the match, he switched that finish. And and Mike Mudders went over. And I, I thought, wow, the that that's freaking genius. And when we walked out, goes, hey, the way that crowd turned and reacted, I wanted everybody to go home. So I, I switched it in the middle of the match, and everyone went home happy. And ever since that day, I thought, man, that's that's a dude that's about the business. He can care less who goes over, what happens. He wanted to send those people home happy, and that's exactly what he did. You, you, you kind of... I mean, I know I'm old, but just that, you could tell it's all about business as instead of getting over for yourself. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and I, and I, and I applaud yeah. that. I mean, I mean yeah. I, I'm that type of wrestler. Like, I have I have some of the younger students, you know, tell me, like, like why why am I always losing? Like, I need to win. I need to win. Like, why do you need to win? Because like, mm-hmm. my record says I've lost 12 times out of out of out of out of eleven, or mm-hmm. you know, or out of thirteen. Sorry, my math was terrible. Right? I'm like, okay, and and they're like, well, you know, my my it, it matters. I'm like, why does it matter? You think that fan out there cares? You think that they care how many times you want to lost? They just want to see a good yeah. show. It's like, AEW has changed that that concept of like they're trying to make the wins and losses matter. Like, let's be honest, wins and losses don't matter. You know, yeah. like. Who, you know, you still have wrestlers out there who've lost countless matches and are still over. Mikey Whipwreck barely won matches and he was over as shit. Um, uh-huh. You know, who else was like that? Uh, you know, Spike Dudley, who didn't win all his matches, he lost a lot of them and he got his ass kicked all the time. Yeah. He was still one of the yeah. most over wrestlers, at, you know, that, that, that people love to watch and couldn't wait to see. You know, if you do yeah. your job right, you do your stuff right, you're going to get fine. I mean, you know, you talk about like, oh, you know, the, the, the person's going to pull back or, oh, he's really hitting him. You know, I got that old school mentality. Like I said, I went toe-to-toe with Bowie this weekend, you know, and, and yeah. there was nothing cool down there. He went home with, with, with nice shinies on his chin. I, I came home with, with a back full of full of whippings from the kindle stick with the shoulder done, with my jaw done. You know, I, I, you know he body slammed me on the concrete outside. My, my lower back is killing me. But guess what? The, what everybody's talking about, you know, the next day was our match. Why was that? Because we gave them something different. You know, we, we weren't so, just a lucha match. It was a full, so, full so, on. But, but let me ask you this: Do you think that's the key that you need to start in, in training, tying on the little things like that, just the things that you know? Hey, man, just you know, be careful when you're when you're you know, talk in the ring, make sure they don't hear you. Make sure when you throw that punch, man, you lay it in, you know, or whatever. You, you think they need to tighten that up a little bit more, or do you think they need to focus more just on that, on, on taking the bumps and protecting themselves? Just give me thoughts on that. Because I think they need to tighten it oh, up. I think they need to, I think everybody needs to tighten it up. I mean, I've, I've seen classes. I'm not going to put them on blast here, or what school they're yeah. at. But I've seen classes where some of the students come to our class, and, again, these are students that come to our class, and yet they uh-huh. go back to the regular class, and now the student is teaching the class. So let me ask you this, Bobby. Let me ask you this. If, 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 if you were back in our day, what uh-huh. would you do if, if you're, you're a seasoned vet and I come into your class, and because I learned something somewhere else, I say, hey, guys, today we're going to learn this. What would you say? What would you do? <laughs> I, I First of all, you're going to do our way. If you ever come in there and do that again, I'm going to send you somewhere else. Because you, you, you could be in the business for 20 years, but you're still learning. You know what I mean? And, and even at, at the age I'm at, I wouldn't know somebody's dojo saying, I want to teach him this, or I want to, I'm going to show you guys this, or whatever. I'm going to, you know, learn, stop, learn, listen, look. You know, and then go from there. But I would never do that. But th- th- let me ask you this too, Frank. Did my when Frank? Well, this is when I used to train people at Delos. I used to say because I, I, I see a lot of these schools have like cardio and they're doing push-ups and they're running and they're doing stuff like that. To me, I never did that. I thought that you should be doing on your own. You should be in shape. You should 
it upon yourself because you can do that anywhere. You can run anywhere. You can lift weights at your house. You can go to a weightlifting gym or whatever. But that ring, unless you have a ring at home, that ring time is very valuable. So I thought, okay, we only have an hour or an hour and a half class. I'm going to do as much in that ring as possible. I'm going to teach you this. We're going to work on this. We're going to tighten up on this. And then cardio, your physique or whatever, that's on you. You, if you get blown up or whatever, you're going to hurt somebody and you're never going to work again. So that that's the way I felt. I felt cardio, physique, whatever that that's on you. But in the ring, you're going to you're going to spend it's an hour, the whole hour in the ring, and we're going to work on whatever we're working on today. You agree with that, or you think some of the cardio should implement in your class? I think it depends. It's one thing to think over your It's one thing. Cardio, but I mean, then again, I've always been told that cardio outside of the ring is very different from the cardio inside the ring. Right. You know, it's 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 a, it's a different form of cardio. Um, I'll right. give you an example. You know, with the Lucha Homies, this is how we start off our classes all the time. We do three laps around the parking lot. We come back uh-huh. and we do some 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 uh, some like leapfrogs over each other. You know, where, where people are, are hunched over, you jump over and leapfrog them over. Yeah. You know, you're you're going over them. After you're done with that, you see these little this little ski thing where everybody is sitting down and they open their legs up and you gotta jump in and out of everybody's legs all the way till you finish. After that you do about you do a hundred push ups. Now the hundred push ups isn't all in a row. We'll do twenty five push ups right now, then we'll do twenty five squats. Then we'll do twenty five push ups, then we'll do twenty five squats. Once we're done right. with all that, then we then we go into the ring. I mean it sometimes sometimes it sometimes it takes us twenty minutes. Sometimes it takes us 15, sometimes it takes us 30 minutes. This depends on how many people show up. I mean, you're okay. right. The ring time let's, is, is let's put it this way. Uh, let, let's put it this way. You, uh, Freddie Havoc is working on everything. And for some reason, this, this person sees him and says, bro, I think you got something here. Bam, you signed it. AW. Okay? You're on your own. You know what I mean? You're not going to class to do cardio and all that stuff. Now you, you're going because of, of your knowledge and the, they like your stuff and they want you to do it for them. So now, if, right, it's up to you to, to do your own cardio, to make sure you're in shape, to make sure whatever. You, you kind of get what I'm saying? Oh, correct. I, 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 yeah. Like I said, every scenario, I think every scenario is different. With AEW? Yeah. You gotta be. You gotta have your own gym membership. You gotta keep staying shape. You have to be able to, yeah. you know, stay stay strong for that. Uh, look at the, yeah. look at what WWE just did. They just told all their talent before they got back on the road and before not being in shape. They, they said everybody needs to go to the performance center and work on their shit before we put right. you on the cart. Right. You know, so so clearly, from what, clearly over there, from, some people were not doing their job. And I don't know if it's true or not, but from what they say, that's why Bronson Reed got let go. Ben said, hey, man, the dude's overweight, and he's too short. We're, we're, we're going to get rid of him or whatever. But, you know, Chris Benoit was 5'9", but that dude was always in shape. He was ready to go. You know what I mean? So you, it, 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 if you're there, and you, you know, dude, people make fun of John Cena all the time. They, you know, they, you like John Cena, they call you Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. But that dude's never out of shape. Or whatever, always you know ready to go. Whatever. So to me, I think that's the difference. I think you know people who take this sport seriously that they're they're gonna they're gonna do well. If you're out partying, I mean, Ric Flair is the exception. But if you're out partying every night or whatever, it's gonna catch up to you sooner or later, some way somehow. So I mean, just, you know, that's nothing, my thoughts. I, I just think wrong. you gotta work on it. There's nothing wrong with with not being the most most muscular person in there. Look at me. Right. I'm not the most muscular person. But people connect with me like like I've been told by John that oh that I'm like the dusty roads of, of wrestling right now because it's like they right. see this guy, they see this, they, people can connect with what I do. And when I get in that ring, yes, I, I I I am guilty of having some some of the worst matches out there. Everybody's guilty of that. You get a bad match. Oh, of course. You know? Of course. But, but they're then, not all gonna be five star. No. And then, like, like then you have days where you, where you have a five star match. You know, it's because right. you know maybe 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 you weren't like example. Might be I'm not here to make excuses, and I'm not here to blame my my, my regular job for it. But I'm always on right. my feet. I'm always running. I'm always doing this. Like my feet are tired sometimes, and yeah. I try to pull. I, I try to pull my weight in the ring and do some things, and I try to work around that tiredness. 
maybe today I won't do my my certain certain move set because my my feet are just gonna give out. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk looking like an idiot so that you know I can do that. And then there's there's times where maybe I didn't work with a few days beforehand. Now I can go in there and perform. Like I said, I went in yeah. there on, on on Friday night and I I got the feedback I got from fans was that that was the most entertaining match they've ever seen. You know, in, in decent time, and, I, and then the crowd was so loud. It was the most loudest I've heard them ever for my match. And mm-hmm. and Bobby, unfortunately, got the brute end of it because everybody was booing the crap out of him. But guess what? That just meant that we were doing our job. Because by the end of the night, everybody looked at him and said, "Holy shit! I have never seen this side of you." And then people right. said, "Wow, so you made it, you made him work." I said, "You're damn right. right, I made him work." Yep. I wanted him to earn my respect in that ring. You know, it's not right. just, oh, he's my friend. Like, hey, tonight we're going to go ham. Let me see what you got. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the new students always say, like, wow, you look so intense in that ring. And I tell them all the same thing. If you can't give these fans 100% every single night, and that's because, whether, oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I had a bad day. Oh, this. you know what? Get the hell out of the ring. Because these fans right. pay their hard-earned money to get oh. their money's worth. Real quick, let me take. I gotta take a quick reset again. We'll come back and we'll talk about big UWCR coming up on Sunday the nineteenth. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back after this. Did you hear that? Freddie, I hit the wrong button. I go, hold on, let me reset. I hit this button. That's the, I was like, you're doing the dishes in the background. That's supposed to be the impact button or whatever. Holy shit. I should have hit this one. Here's the one I should have hit. This is the one. But anyways, for the people listening to this, you're back here on UWC Radio. Don't forget. Check out unitedwrestlingcouncil.com. And, of course, our sponsors. Don't forget Paul's photos out there in the city of Torrance. Hey, Paul, man, I, I got your commercial and everything. We're going to pull up next week since I left everything in the car like a knucklehead. And, of course, you have to contact. Don't forget those custom cornhole boards are slamming. we got to do a live broadcast so we can break those bad boys out. You can, you can check them out first. So make sure you how, check them out. How custom Go ahead. are they? I need to find out how custom they are. Dude, they make them, you know, like buy them and then put whatever over it. They make them and then they, they um, I want to say, I don't want to, I can't remember, like wrap them or whatever. I, I can't, uh, we have to get them on here to, to let them know for sure. But they, they make them and then they custom wrap them with whatever you want. And, and the UWC ones, are, I'll have to put a picture of them so you guys can check that out. But anyways, for the people in this room. I might have to look into this. Dude, they're slamming. They're slamming. Um get uh, finally signed and, and, and ready to go. UWC, the United Wrestling Council uh, Pete Memorial Tag Team Tournament continues. It's going to be Sunday, September 19th, back at Metroflex Gym in Long Beach. The four finalists is going to be Guyam and Fletch Bugaz versus uh, Vito Ferti and Robbie Phoenix. And then the other match is going to be uh, Heavy Hitters, which is Biggie Biggs and Tony Reyes. There's Drew Masters and Cuisital Cotele. So make sure you, you check that out. Those are the four those are the four finalists that, that are making it. But we still have tag team matches because what happened was people said, Oh, this happened, that happened. I said, Okay, well I'm gonna put some tag teams together and then whoever wins gets a shot at whoever wins the tournament. You know what I mean? And then and then that'll, that'll lead to the you know, the tag team championships and everything like that. So there, there's something, you know, to look forward to. So make sure you check that out. Now just announced this is going to be the match for Freddie Havoc. It's going to be Freddie Havoc and Red Cerrudo versus Uncle Chaz and Jaguar de Oro. So the winner of that one will get a shot at whoever wins the tournament and, and possibly the United Wrestling Council tag team. So real quick before we get out of here in a few minutes, give me your thoughts on that, Freddie. That's just been we just put that together. It's going to be you and Red Spiderudo versus Uncle Chad and Jaguarro. Now that's for you. That that's a you know whole different ball because you got Uncle Chad who is not only a crazy wild uh, man from 
from the – you, you always see people from out there in the way outdoors and, and climbing rocks and stuff like that. And then you have Jaguar de Oro who gets mad at me because he's – you know, this guy's old school. And he's like, yeah, and I'm going to put you in a hold, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. So you got Red Spider Rugo, who's going to be your tag team, who you've never worked with before. So now you got to up your game and, you know, get it together and get on the same page to go against these guys. So real quick, give me your thoughts on that before we get out of here. Honestly, I, I don't even I don't even know what to say right now. I mean, I'm just finding this out, so I, I I don't I really don't know. I have have much thoughts. I'm I'm here sitting here like, wait, what? What happened? Like, just a few weeks ago, we were talking about teaming me up with somebody else, and now I'm like, I I got the curveball, and yeah, and well, I, I I don't think it it all came to fruition with that. Once once they said, okay, look. Uh, Metro, Metroflex gym was going to move to Holy Gardens, but it, it's, it, I don't know if it fell through or if they have to wait or whatever, so they're going to stay in Long Beach for a little while. He said, well, I want to keep this tournament fresh. I think we're looking for a winner. So that, that's what we're going to do. Whoever wins the tournament, then we're going to start putting the teams together to go for the belts or whatever. So Manny, you know, the, the owner and the proprietor, the United Wrestling Council, says, I like to get these guys out of the comfort zone. So let's let's put Put uh, Freddie with Red Spider Roof. You know, they've never teamed before. Let's see if they can get it together and take on uh, Chaz and Guar, who ended up teaming in the first round of whatever. So they're kind of used to each other. So you, you kind of get the, what, what they got going on there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Chaz, I know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, like I said, I, I got to. I gotta really, really think here. Um, my, my head's going all over the place. So I, I really, like yeah. I said, I've no, I, I'm really uh, at a loss of words right now just thinking about this. Um, I'm not, like I said, I, I'm not familiar with. Uh, you said Red Spider Rudle. Spider Rudle, yeah. From yeah. I saw him. He actually wrestled yesterday at Delos. He wrestled some dude named Lightning or whatever. So uh-huh. that was a clash of battles. Grease Lightning was an American. Uh, wrestler, punch and kick artist, and Red Spider Rugo came with his lucha background or whatever, and, and he took it to him or whatever. So it, it, you know, it's going to work out well, which is good. I mean, it's just going to accept the cement from the boys. Get out of your comfort zone, and if you guys can pull it together and do some damage, I mean, it's just going to be you know keep moving on and moving. On. Now the big question is, even though I can barely hear because all I hear is I, I can hear background or whatever, so I don't know if you can hear me or not. Um, I have nothing on, so I don't know how you're can you hearing hear me? I, I have. Uh, nice. I can, can you hear me? Here's a question, Freddie Havoc. Um, will you be wearing <laughs> the boxing leather type shoes, or will you be wearing the high impact leather wrestling boots? I'm gonna go in there and wear sandals and spit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you, you? You know, it's funny you said that. Uh, uh, you know, Lady Cynthia. This was for Lucha Libre Alliance. Her her father is an old school lucha wrestler. He this is the gods on the street. You can ask Diam and, and Nikma. He wrestled in some some chunk wrestling like that. For a better term, they they were like they had a wrestling boot bottom. They had the the waraches the waraches on the top. So that dude that's saying something right there. Open toe, bro. You got you got to tell me that's that's doing something right. No, that definitely is. I mean, the funny thing is, I just had a guy here that come to my wrestling class wearing no shoes at all, and I looked at him and said, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, you know what I do?" I was like, "Well, no, he's just a white dude." I said, "No, you better get your ass back and get some shoes." I ain't touching your crusty ass toes. Yeah, you or you won't be lasting long or whatever. But anyways, hey, it's good. It's good that we have this show as a vehicle to put because you see, as you can see that you know that's what UWC is about, making it up or whatever. And, and when when Manny and I talk, it's like, you know, not not to say get out of your comfort zone, but just different. You know, people are going to go, dude, Red Spirulo and Freddie, yeah, man, I want to see how that's going to turn out, especially against Chaz and Jaguar I think it's a great matchup. I think you and Red Spirulo together will do really well because it's, you know, uh, uh, how can I say it? It's, it's Two styles that are different, yet similar, if that makes sense or whatever. So it, it to me, it's going to work out well. So that's one of the matches. We'll, we'll, we'll keep announcing some matches as we as we continue or whatever. But that one's been booked so far. Make sure you check it out. It's going to be the United Rest Council Pistol Pete Memorial Tournament. is going to continue. It's going to be September 19th 
at Metrofix Gym in Long Beach. So make sure you check out Sweetie Huge, man. She's going to keep continuing. So, Freddie, I mean, if you guys can get past Jaguar de Oro and Chess, I mean, you guys can get a shot at the UWC team titles. Man, give me stuff on that. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping that I can get to the title match. I'm hoping that, that we can get everything going. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it's, it'll be interesting to be a tag team, to form a tag team with someone I've never been, even a tag team before. Yeah. It's almost like, yeah, hey, man. It's almost like, we're, 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 it's even better, be even better, you, you prove, you know, that's your chance to, hey, man, no matter who I'm teamed with or, or what it is or whatever, we, we'll, we'll overcome, we'll adapt. And show you guys what's up or whatever. So I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. I think it, it, it's different. People are gonna to want to come and see what happens. So it's it's a good chance for Freddie Havoc and uh, Red Spider Rudo to shine. And I think it's gonna work out well. I look forward to it, man. I think it's, I think it's a good matchup. I think you, you know, even though Freddie and I, you know, you you, you got to work a shoot job or whatever because wrestling unfortunately doesn't pay bills. But there's still a passion there. You know what I mean? You want to you want to come out and you want to do your best. You want the people to say, "Damn, that was a good matchup." You know, now they're going to take on this person or whatever, and it's going to it's just going to keep moving forward. And that's what it's all about, right? No, definitely. That's definitely what it's all about. You know, like giving it, giving it to the fans, giving them what they want, giving them everything that they got. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's going to do well. So we look forward to that as as we progress and get closer. We'll announce a couple of more matches from there. But the tournament's going to continue. Whoever wins that tournament, uh, then we're going to start wrestling for the the UWC Tag Championship, and that's going to have even more people throw their hat in the ring. So we definitely look forward. Hold on a second. It looks like somebody's calling real quick. Hey, hello, you're live on UWC. Who's this? Hi, Nicolette Maria. Hello, you. Good. How are you guys? Who got it on the phone? I don't know. I don't know if you heard, but we just announced that it's going to be Freddie Havoc and Red Spider Rudo against Chaz and Jaguar de Oro. So, uh, what do you think? We saw Red Spider Rudo uh, last night. I think that's going to be a good match. Would you agree? Oh yeah, he puts on amazing matches, but they have like a really good lucha background. I think that's right. Why. Right. So I think that I think that's going to make for for a good a good. I know you, hey, but my question to, to you, though, was that I know that – no, that's totally okay. I know my question to you, though, was that I thought that everybody that was in the tournament prior to this was getting moved on to the second round. So we lost Chaz? No, no, Chaz. Chaz, we, we lost uh, a, remember – You lost uh, me right now. <laughs> yes. Probably the Genesis didn't make – so remember, Chaz had to double duty. So he teamed with Hogwarts okay. against um, – against Oh, Flash I left by that time. Yeah, and unfortunately okay. they came up short, but they're still in it since they were – you know what I mean? So some of the teams that were in the tournament that didn't advance, they're still going to be in it for a chance at the tag titles. So Fred was, it was Freddie and Candy Girl and, and uh, Alas de Oro against us. So since it was a big, you know, mess at the end and, and Freddie almost put himself on the chairs, uh, we're going to let him get a real tag team partner and, and continue okay. on for a shot at the belts. You get what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. And I've read all of the uh, lead-up to this, too, uh, in the group chat, and it's really exciting. Did you guys announce, too, that uh, Hades was going to be there? Yes. Uh, that he, okay, perfect. Yeah, we, we gotta, we're we still putting everything together, so as soon as we get all those in stone, then we'll announce them. But it, uh-huh. it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. And Freddie Havoc, well, real quick, I, I think it's going to be a good team. Don't you think Freddie Havoc and Red Spider Rugo? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I think they're going to do damage. I think I think Freddie and them are going to step up, and it's going to do well. Also, of course, Nicolari will be on the card. She got some new uh, arms or whatever, so I think those are the superpowers. She could be super Nicolette, so she'll actually be That's on the right. with us too. So, yeah, make sure you come and check it out. Nicolette, I'm anything so happy else to you want to say? Things super, yeah, things fall into place for me too. I know that when I had left uh, the podcast uh, about like six months ago, I said I'd be back in nine months, and it looks like I'm going to be able to yes. come back even sooner. So that's awesome. Oh. And then um, I don't know if any of the fans who follow me did see that uh, we recently met up with the Unholy. And so yes. uh, me, him, and Fabi are talking about, yeah, getting back together, which is great. Because I think the last time I there was cards before I wasn't able to work with you guys. And I think another card we were booked at, I couldn't work with you guys. I think I got to work with you guys one time. So yeah. I definitely appreciate it. Well, we didn't we didn't even talk about that. We were at a tattoo place at the old tattoo parlor with them. And all the Unholy and the and – specific other certain lady wrestler came in and if for some reason we just all I, I, I didn't even expect it or whatever so team 5150 will be reunited 
or whatever. So we got we got a lot going on. There's a lot, and I look forward to Nicolette being able to come back on so she can, you know, we can we can talk about all that because she was with us last night over at OCCW too. So we'd like to get her thoughts on that. We'll definitely do that next week. How about that, Nicolette? Yeah, I appreciate. It. I'll try to call in on Tuesday as well. Okay, perfect. That that sounds like a plan. Nicolette, everybody, make sure you check her out on all her social media, and I'll see you soon. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Freddie. Great. Hey, you're welcome. Right. Yeah, yourself a good night. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Nicolette, and she called me. So hopefully she brings us back a fat burger or something when she comes back. But anyway, that, that, that's great. Huge announcement. Next week, we'll talk a little bit more about what we have coming up as far as that show. Um, unfortunately, hey, man, the owner and the proprietor, Manny Pinson himself, he's a little bit under the weather. So, you know, we weren't able to, to get as much done as we wanted to. So we with him, you know, that he gets better, whatever going on with him or whatever, because he's making a concerted effort to bring BC to the next level. So hopefully he'll be okay. Of course, our sponsors, Paul's Photos, and, of course, Yards After Contact. Freddie Havoc, any, any other announcements that you make before? We know you book WC, and we know the huge victory. Anything else coming up? Uh, no, I got nothing coming up. Nothing. nothing that exciting, ankle, you know? re- rehabbing that ankle, right? Yeah, just rehabbing the ankle. If you guys want to send me uh, some chicken noodle soup, you know, that'd be great to everybody. You know, somebody want to we'll sing you Hello Kitty, Soft Kitty to me, that, that'd be great too. We'll sing you uh, Hello, uh, we'll send you a uh, chicken for the soul or whatever you get back. Yeah. Anyways, uh, you know what? I, I'll even take some. I'll I'll even take some KFC, Bobby. I know you're just down the street from me, so if you want to pick me up some KFC, so that'd be that, great. You know? Dude, that sounds good. For sure, new chicken. Come on, man. Now I'm hungry. But my, my, my. for the people, I'm telling you, man, we'll see everybody next week. We'll announce more matches for the big UWC so Pete Memorial Team Tournament that continues. We'll make sure we see everybody next week. I'll see you later, brother. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs>